Chapter 2. The Heist And the bark isn't carved from a klepto-anthem, but a klepto-tangent prefaced the grand canvas. Dance to the dirge, stand up, celebrate the natural need to own what ain't earned. Five Fingers by Aesop Rock Welcome, brave traveler, to Salandrian, a city steeped in murder, mystery, and madness. Stagnation and complacency have run rampant, and something monstrous churns behind the dark. A group of private investigators are the only thing that stands in the way of injustice and despair. Let us join them now for another exciting episode of The Beholder's Eye! One, two, one, two, three, four. morning, the beholder's eye. You've all gathered in the break room for your first official assignment. Al is hurriedly placing pieces of parchment on the bulletin board with a handful of tacks. As he works, he hums a tune to himself. Is anyone doing anything while they're wa- uh, waiting for him to finish? Uh, early morning? Yeah. I start bobbing my head to the tune that he's humming. Baritone's drinking a beer. <laughs> Again. I'm whistling his tune. You're whistling it to oh you're you're repeating his tune back to him. I'm idly trying to make conversation with uh his character. Hey, he's completely ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Swifty. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's yeah. probably half asleep. I, I do in the like quarter. stupid ass geriatrics <laughs> with my beer, you know, and <laughs> Boris is coming with just some breakfast pie over his beard. In his beard. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh as uh, Al is finishing putting up the last of these sheets of parchment, um, you can all see that these sheets form a map. You uh, never paid me. What's that? You never paid me. You get paid at the end of the week. But you can see that the, the all this parchment he's been putting up, uh, it forms a map, um, two maps actually. Uh, and as Al turns to all of you, he clears his throat and says, uh, <clears> throat> Good morning, troops. Such an exciting day. Your first assignment. Uh, who's excited? And he looks at all of you expecting. I start chugging my beer. I'm moderately excited. Maybe the the right amount of excited, however excited that would be. Oh, okay. I look unsure. Let's go, gang. All right, yeah, that's what I like to hear. Okay, so um, for your first assignment, y'all are going to plan a heist. Uh, well, actually, I've done a lot of the legwork and planning on this already, but you're going to get to execute it. Uh... This is Rando Aleforge. Uh, he holds up a piece of parchment with a very, very well-drawn portrait of a dwarven man with an intricately braided beard. Uh, Al continues, he is the proprietor of the Anvil, a tavern that is almost exclusively patronized by miners uh, when they're not working. Rando has some ties to the criminal underground, but he is not beholden to any of the major crime families. He also runs a, uh, um, well, less than legal card game every weekend. Uh, and that is where I lost what you are going to steal back. Now, uh, he won't sell this item back to me. 
and he can't really make use of it. Um, and no one that knows how to open it will tell him. So you're going to get it back for me. Okay? Okay. So you lost this in a game of cards? Yeah, and he won't um, play cards with me anymore because he knows I want it back. And I'll go to any lengths to get it back. So you're going to get it for me. All right. The item uh, that you're going to be getting is an iron strong box. Uh, it's one foot by three feet. appears to have no discernible locks um, and has dwarven runes carved into the top and sides. Um, Sounds really freaking heavy. No, it's it's surprisingly light. Magic. Not necessarily. Oh. Just dwarven made. Uh, now, getting this back is not going to be a walk in the park. Uh, but I, I think you guys can handle it. From the information that I've gathered, there are a few ways to go about this. The Strongbox is currently sitting in the main vault inside the storeroom located in the catacombs beneath the anvil. As I said before, Rando runs a, ca a card game uh, every weekend, and the game just so happens to take place inside the storeroom. Although during the game, he has extra security and at least four to six guards at all times. However, during the rest of the week, there's usually only one or two guards in the storeroom. Uh, there are two ways to get into the storeroom. From the catacombs themselves, uh, and he points at one of the maps up on the wall, um, and from a trapdoor located beneath uh, or behind the bar in the anvil's common room. And he points to the other map. Um, one last thing, and probably the most important thing. The only way to get into the main vault once you have made it into the storeroom is with a key that Rando keeps on his person at all times. I recently received information that he always removes his key for his weekly visit to the brothel that neighbors the anvil. Uh, and my informant says that he keeps the key in a simple safe in his personal quarters. It's there for about an hour to two hours, depending on how much he had to drink the night before. Uh, so you'll have to secure the key first, gain access to the storeroom, retrieve the box, and make it safely back here without raising the attention of the city guard. You could also try to insinuate yourselves into his card game and attempt to win it back or steal it during the game via distraction. Um, or there's always the stealthy option. The choice of how you complete this assignment is up to you. I'll be around for any questions you have. Oh, and one last thing. I would really prefer if you would keep the city guard out of this as much as you possibly can. I can bail one of you out, but if you all get caught, I can't help. Uh, he, you know, puts some more papers on the table, um, walks over to the bar in the corner and draws himself an amber ale. And then he sits on a stool behind the bar and slowly starts to nurse on his beer. Um, on the table in front of you, uh, and up on the wall, there are blueprints, uh, for the anvil, a map of the catacombs, a portrait of Rando, a drawing of the key and the strong box, uh, for reference and a list of contacts. From the bar, Al uh, says, uh, oh, I, I forgot. I also included a list of contacts that may be able to help or at least provide information. So that's it. It's up to you guys. What are you going to do? How are you going to do? And second out of character thing. Is my burglar pack, would that have like a key impression thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, yeah. I would imagine with your skills as a... Like, it wasn't listed, but that's something you would think would be in a burglar's pack, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like wax impressions? Yeah. 
We should kidnap him while he's at the brothel. Well, we shouldn't kidnap him. We should sneak the key. I think we should sneak the key. And Unless be really any stealthy about this. Yeah, is anyone here good at cards? I am really. I have a, a plus seven slide pan. It would be amazing if the bird is just amazing at cards. Makes me really nervous, you guys. <laughs> the bird may be good, but is carrying. If I can get to the key, I can make a copy of it. Yeah. Okay. So I should have the wax impression things in my burglar's kit. We can do that and then go in on an off night. I want to know who the contacts are, though, because I want to know who the informants are. I'm because I say we can also threaten an informant to gain our way in and then leave them to take any punishment behind us. Future. I want to go to the brothel. I'm cool with that. We go to the brothel. Some of us get laid. Some of us steal a key. We get out of the brothel. We hit the storeroom on a weekday with only two guards what uh what day did he say he went to the brothel saturday so he's only in there for how long half hour an hour is what they said hour to two could our bard put him to sleep yeah to sleep and keep him there oh yeah sorry <laughs> no but i can cast feather fall on him so he'll fall real soft that'll help yeah that's, what cast you, you feather don't... fall and then push him off a tall building? <laughs> yeah. I can also he'll be tall. falling for thirty minutes at least. Do <laughs> <laughs> it twice. Well, well I think he would know. Maybe there'll be a he break. would be on it's to 60, us at that point. Sixty feet uh, or something. In it. Uh, well, it uh, it only lasts for a minute, so. So yeah, not even good for that. <laughs> Does our wizard know how to? Uh, I got fifty knock feet. Someone out? I have fifty feet of rope. I go feather fall. Don't know if that as helps. well. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we doubled up. Yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> Well, I can hit him in the back of the head with my, we can, we can adjust that. This my is staff, but then there's going to be evidence of it, you know? I have a rope. We can tie him up. I can try to eat him. Also, he has to get to the game without having any suspicious or, like, any suspicious never behavior. never that. Well, then what's the point? Because he's going to show up he's and just be like, someone did something. He disappeared at the brothel. Well, then he wouldn't be there to run the game. That's okay. We don't need him. If he's not there to run the game, the there game, will be less The game guards. would happen without him or not. They prefer for him to be there, but sometimes he's got other business, so. So they wouldn't be suspicious of him not showing up this night? No, but I mean, they'd definitely be looking for him. What's the new plan? Smack him on the head. I think he'll hit him inside the head and then feed him to Adam. (laughs) I don't know if I can eat a whole dwarf in one sitting. It's a lot of meat. (laughs) He was a dwarf. Water smooths a little bit away. (laughs) What did I walk back into? (laughs) You're proposing to eat him? Well, we also have somebody that's really good at I cards. I suggested just tying him, tying him up, but <laughs> they were like, get rid of evidence, and I was like, okay. Chow down. Would the guard have access to not necessarily the key to his strong box, but the like entrance to the storeroom? Possibly. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to get into the catacombs. Um, it's just knowing where you want to go once you're in the catacombs. They can be tricky. I'm just thinking, like, if they're guarding the place during the week, if we have contacts on one of the guards, can we be like, hey, open the back door for us at They're this time? Leave it open. We'll no, your contacts are pretty specific to different areas okay. of things. Like, you can go and ask around and see, find out who these guards are and, like, see if you can find out people who know them, things like that. Do we know his, uh, I'm just interested, do we know his, like, fetish or his tendency for the brothel? Yeah, he goes uh, once a week, uh, every Friday. Um, between like three to five in the afternoon. What type of? What's he like? What type of? Oh. What gender? 
or oh, type of um, Ian, does he prefer? Are we recording this? We yeah, we are. We are totally recording this. I did not really think that far ahead. Um, um, <laughs> he, I mean, he likes the ladies, um, usually two at a time, uh, and preferably birds? dwarven. But he Booty he does ladies? like elves every now and then, I guess. <laughs> no, Booty not ladies people. all balls of energy. I'm not going in there to try to move <laughs> this man and distract him. I thought you I'm liked good. your job. You know, I I would rather figure this out without seducing him. Suit yourself? There. I mean, I'd consider that a perk of the job. Mm, this is how we differ. <laughs> we could go find the ladies that he likes. Well, that's a good point. That could work. That's another stage again that I hadn't even thought of. Where <laughs> <laughs> He might like. We could go to the brothel, but like why Dragon do we want to talk to these women? Just to you go to the oh, brothel and so you what? keep Perfect. tabs on him, and you you just hang out. That's okay. Yeah, I can I can be shady. Yeah, we're gonna BRIs. make a copy of the key while while you're doing that. Yeah, I'll just actually I don't I haven't gotten paid yet, so I can't really go in the brothel, but I could be outside performing on the streets. As long um, as you can cover the entrances to tell DM. when he comes out, you're good. Yeah. yeah. There's one entrance on the front of the brothel. You just keep your eyes on it so you can tell when he's coming out. You're the hey, dude's coming back, dude. Yeah. You could set up, we could set up a pretend brothel next door, which was like, looked like a like new brothel improved. That's too big of a game Why plan. Are you having the bird and you need to lean alarm. forward. Okay. I didn't I think, think you should nice. be the person outside waiting for the guy because, the like, the alarm? Yeah. <laughs> you could raise the largest alarm, I would think. Anyway, the yeah. squawking. Can you hear me from the brothel where you're going to be? Right it's only across the street from each other. So it's, it would be a triangle brothel, you across the street, storeroom, and us right next door. I have right. messages at Cantrip, 120 feet. Telecommunications. Door. We, yeah, we, door. Might, we might be inside that. You'd be outside performing, you know. Maybe you can set something up with the brothel. Be like, hey, I'll stand outside and perform for you and attract, you know, people into your brothel. <gasps> Tell stories I was just thinking about my mimicry, but I can only mimic like what people have said. So I don't know if that would really help. I wonder if talking to Spindle Cogswheel will help us. Hey, AJ. I was just Do any of my criminal contacts? Oh, uh, you can check around. Talking to so what would that be? Just a. Um, you would go out and find one of your criminal contacts and talk to them and uh basically make an investigation role that's what i was wondering um what are you what kind of specific information are you looking for i mean somebody's probably tried to heist the shit out of this vault before probably we have plans of the vault so we don't need that yeah uh i'm looking for guard schedules and names okay so we got a five well, don't we have to find him before we can investigate? Um, so you <laughs> you uh, go out and you ask around, um, and you actually get such conflicting information that you're not sure what is right. Um, using that dice today. You hear several different names. <laughs> uh, you hear like a Jim and like a Dudley and a uh, Frank, <laughs> but you're not sure what days who's there. You should roll an investigation, too, because you're a local in this town, so you can yeah, maybe you can if local the contacts. DM's well, nice, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was wondering, my, I know. So do you guys, do you just want to go by yourself? Yeah, we don't all have to go to a group. Like, I would assume I would not be helpful on yeah. that. Well, do you guys have, like, a plan for, or are you just, you're still trying to gather we're some still information? We're still gathering information. Okay. Yeah, we're we gathering wanna, info. We want to know think... the schedule of the, of the guards. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um... 
Well, what we're th- what we're thinking about for uh, for the key part because this is pretty much a two phase uh, plan. Get the key, get in there, get the thing, get out. Uh, no, get the key. He has the ability to uh, make the a wax, wax impression and yeah. create a new key. Yeah. So he only needs fifteen minutes inside and do it, and he never notices that the key has been touched at all. It's a good idea. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, because if his key goes missing, you're going to have a very short window of time to yeah. get this done. Yeah, but yeah. if he doesn't know it's gone, we're good yeah. to go. Yeah, we yeah. can wait until you know an off day. Now that is going to rely on a thieves' tool check when you get there. A couple of them, because you're going to have to get into the safe that he keeps it in. Why don't we just make it good enough impression? We persuade the brothel to throw a key party, and this might be the only key he has. (laughs) He's not, no. He's he's the owner of a fucking uh, tavern. He's got a lot of keys. (laughs) Okay. He he actually keeps a big, giant key ring on him, and he keeps that key on there. It's just the only one he takes off when he goes to the brothel. That's how important it is to him. It's the main vault key, yeah. From the intelligence that uh, Al has gathered, you can see that the safe that's in his room is a combination safe. Um, so you can either try to find the combination out or just try to crack it. Well, bring extra wax. But yeah, so you guys want to try in and case go you and fuck it up, I'd say get extra wax. <laughs> I'll give you at least two tries on it, yeah. Yeah, I would assume there's two or three um, in my kit. So before you go do that, you want to go try to gather some more information, talk to one of these contacts. Well, I Do you want to go as a group, split up, talk to... Have I think on the on people? the terms of uh, on the terms of getting the key, I don't think we need much more information about that, right? Yeah, you know when he's gonna be, uh, you know when he's gonna be at the brothel. I'm gonna you know be, where the key's I'm gonna, gonna be, be trying to do my Bardley storytelling outside of the brothel. And uh, how far away is his place from the brothel? See, that's, a, that's the thing. You got to steal the key. So the key is in the safe in his personal quarters in the second floor of the anvil uh the main tavern is on the bottom and they have some rooms upstairs uh for you know people to sleep it off or whatever um and his quarters are up there so you're gonna have to get in there get up to his room and steal the key out of the safe here's the question how far is that away from the brothel uh it's next door okay distance feet tell us feet oh what do you mean like how far I would have he a, be standing? I have a message that is he's... It oh, uh, it's literally, uh, like, the buildings in this town are built almost on top of each other. So you are, I mean, from, like, his window, I guess, are you asking? Like, would you say within yeah. 120 feet? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. How much to rent a room? Mm, uh, like, 15 copper. Will Al forward us that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we rent a room. You guys, uh, oh, yeah, no, Al, for, um, <laughs> for every mission, Al will give you, like, petty cash, basically, to use on your mission. Basic expenses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was my question. Because that gets us upstairs, just renting a room. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all business expenses. So me and Michelle point. roll in, we rent a room, we go upstairs, wait until the, <laughs> the time dude is over at the yeah. brothel. And then we go down and steal the... Sneak over and jack the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Uh, Wes is... He's gonna provide a... A distraction. Wes is the Barry's lookout. Gonna be Barry's, Barry's the lookout. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go steal it. I like it. Let's or, do well, it. Well, we're going to make a copy. I could cast invisibility on someone at some point if that's of any use. Yeah. I'm just hanging out in the Can street you just, one person just in case group? anything happens. Goes down. I'm going to hang out with Wes. Mm, I'm just out whistling a tune. I've got a little box. <laughs> so I've got a little box for money. He could play music and you could play backup to his yeah. music. Like, just like. Yeah. <laughs> we're out. Making, harmonizing. making money in the street. She's just harmonizing because she can copy what you're playing. <laughs> Before me and Michelle go to rent a room, I'm going to apply my disguise kit to the two of us. 
Ooh, good idea. So we don't look like ourselves. For her, it's not as important because of her uh, race. Like, she can kind of just naturally do that. Well, and I imagine it's hard to disguise a 250-foot dragonborn, but yeah. you can do what you can. But yeah, <laughs> you just put on a fake mustache. Mustache. I am, I am a human man. So do we have yeah. ourselves a plan? Yeah, but yeah. it only involves, like, us. That's fine. That's fine. Face well, I mean, fine. I'll just drink. Yeah, just drink yeah. in the bar. Well, he can be sitting down in the bar. She can be out I mean, hanging with Wes. We'd have to tackle him. Yeah, uh, these, we're gonna these alert can be you yeah. if he comes out of the brothel. Yeah, they're hanging out. Their emergency. Um, that is the we other thing uh, here at this point. Yeah. With might, the it might be good to keep one or two people open just so they can respond to any sort of emergencies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the portrait of Rando on the back is some information about him. Things like uh, what he tends to carry with him, weapons, things like that. He's always got a dagger with him, but he also carries a um, crossbow repeater um, that is basically like a revolver for crossbows. Yeah. Um, so he is known to fuck people up if they try to, you know, mess with him. Like he's a pretty competent fighter. Which is so why we're disguised. He can probably hold his own against you guys. Oh, I'm master of disguise. Do you want me to do that? You probably. I roll. Yeah, I roll for that. disguise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, both you and Adam are going to try and disguise yourselves. There's no probably plus yeah, there's charisma, no... I believe. It would be, uh, like, deception. Ste stealth or deception? Not zero, but still it's a 15. Well, oh, yeah. mine's a 20, but I feel oh. like my deception should be higher, especially Did since you nat I'm... 20? No, no? Oh, okay. at 18. Yeah. Um, I well, I'd say you'd have, like, it. advantage yeah, on that. Yeah, I get advantage yeah, so, on that. Yeah, um, so uh, both of you are able to kind of... Uh, I'd say Adam probably puts on like nice clothing stuff that he normally wouldn't wear i'm a fancy dragon it kind of makes him seem like more of a fancy regal person uh and i'd say you just kind of don't leave a lasting impression on anyone um no one like if Great. anybody was asked Quick to fade yeah, yeah if anybody was asked like about look what you like look everyone like everyone else yeah they they wouldn't be able to tell or they'd anything, all like, say something different yeah exactly like they you'd look different Completely to different everyone. to everybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys go ahead and rent a room. Um, uh, Boris is sitting down in the common room drinking with the other dwarves. Um, some of them are giving him a hard time because they know who he is. But uh, he's known to be around with the other dwarves. You're you're known in the city. You're I mean, you're a dwarf. Dwarves all know each other. A little bit, yeah. Aren't they all related? Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I mean, dwarves are a pretty tight-knit community, even when they're a huge community. So everybody kind of, family names are common. To, to everyone else, dwarves all look the same, but to dwarves, they all look completely different. So they can tell family houses apart just by the shape of their nose. Plus, my father is the head of my clan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barry and Chirp are outside... Uh, playing a little song kind of getting some music actually uh, or getting some money i want you to make me a both of you make me a uh, performance roll oh, oh shit i had a 15 um she sounds way better than you do and people are actually like you've got two hats out like yours and hers and people are putting more coin into hers um <laughs> uh so you guys um, are in waiting in the room, I'd imagine, as Rando uh, leaves his room. He comes upstairs, goes in his room for a little bit, comes out, and he is on his way over to the brothel. Um, Wes is able to confirm this when he sees him go into the brothel. Yeah, I uh, saw a uh, cast message going, the eagle has landed. The eagle has landed. 
And I, uh, I look to the rogue for pointers on this because I'm not. I've, so I've never really. Seen I would suggest that you, even though you like, you guys look out Let in the hallway and it's empty. Um, you're <laughs> gonna right. probably want to try to be stealthy about it. So I'd make some stealth checks. No, we're sneaking. Yeah. Seventeen. Twenty-one. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys are both able to uh, get down to Rando's door with, you know, without making any sounds. No floorboards creaking or nothing. Nobody's really alerted to what's going on. Um, and you're able to get to his door. His door is locked. Pick it. Thieves tools. Go yep. swifty. Twelve. Yeah, yeah, it takes you a second, but you're able to get in there pretty easily. Um, so as you come into his room. Oh, what's up? Off note, uh, when I first enter a location, I notice where valuables or things are hidden. So I can see all of his shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as you go into the room, um, the first thing that you notice in the room is uh, this painting on one of the walls that is just slightly askew. Um, but other than that, the room looks pretty spartan. There's not a lot of furniture. There's a bed, a nightstand, a small table, and a chair. No bookshelves, nothing, just this one painting on the wall. I'm going to investigate the painting. Um, I, You don't even have to roll. You go up and push it to the side, and there's a safe behind it. I don't damage it at all or anything. Oh, yeah, that. no, I would Okay, thieves tool the safe. I'm keeping watch so, at the door, by the way. I'd say this is more of a sleight of hand roll, because it's a um, combination lock rather than a picking lock. Yeah, we're cool there, too. Okay. 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, 12 is enough. Um, it takes you a little bit, but uh, as you're doing this, um, I'm assuming you're... Do you want me to make a perception check? To I was going to say, are you are you waiting at the door? At the door? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, go ahead and make a perception. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound very perceptive. I got 12. Um, you kind of hear... I mean, there's general voices coming from downstairs from the bar, um, but you hear some voices getting louder. Um, I'm assuming we close the door behind us. Can I say this? Not, no, oh, yeah, not totally. Boris. I'm just, like, standing at the... He isn't the loudest yet because he rolled a 16 for how well he's holding his liquor. Oh, um, so Boris is feeling a little bit drunk, but go ahead and make me a perception check with... Uh, no, I'm not going to give you disadvantage. You're not that drunk. 11. Um, so, drunk. yeah, you're not quite paying attention, and um, you... Look over to the staircase that you're supposed to be watching, um, right as you see a uh, couple of very drunken dwarves making their way up those stairs. Uh, but you've got the safe open at this point, so um, so I'm making my wax impression. Yeah, so go ahead and make a um, thieves tool roll. Is there anything in there other than the key? Um, there's uh, some bank ledgers. I'd say a pouch with like two to three hundred gold pieces in it um he would notice if anything in the safe is gone yeah <laughs> look over any sort of paperwork mm -hmm. and copy any relevant information for future reference okay and this is plus sleight of hand yeah or no plus your uh thieves tools um, also wouldn't it be like how long it takes him to check yeah. it over by how much information? well that's more just to make this impression first yeah. um you We're make the impression flawlessly that's i mean it's 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 but while we got the safe open yeah it's not necessarily a perfect representation of the key but it's enough that you wouldn't be able to make a key that will, will open function. the safe exactly um so and you got it on the first try so make an investigation roll real quick and this is for the papers yep this is for everything else in the safe 11 investigation five so 16 yeah. um you can look through them pretty quickly but as uh you're kind of 
shuffling through them. You see a couple of notes on maybe some business dealings that aren't so savory. So some things that you could maybe use as blackmail against him. Possible blackmail. Um, but as you're looking through those, uh, you see coming up the stairs uh, two very drunken dwarves. I don't see them. I just hear them. Oh, no. At this point, they're coming around the stairs. Like, you you didn't catch no. them coming up we the stairs. We had the door closed. Inside. Yeah, oh, you have the door inside. closed? Oh, yeah, okay. I figured you did. So, yeah, you'd at least hear them at this yeah. point coming up the stairs. Okay. They're so drunk, making a lot of noise. I just, like, signal to... Swifty to just keep perception? it down. You're being yeah. too loud over yeah. there, Swifty. <clears throat> 14, uh, just to whether or not I knew. Um, they look to be just a couple of miners. Okay, um, n- nobody that you're super familiar with. Illegal drinking? I was wondering how long it would fucking take. Like, I'd be like, it's a miner's bar. It's a oh, bar for miners. I was going to say something <laughs> on, like, the first time you said it, but oh. then I was like, well, my character is has zero intelligence. Miners. Yes, yeah, they are no, dwarves. They dig my holes. Assumption, yes, is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but now you have um, two very drunken dwarves who are about to be in the hallway. Yeah, and I and just I looked at you and I said, we're waiting. Are they at the top of the stairs? Do I need yeah. to roll to see uh, how far? Just, just like, about, If we yeah. wait long enough I, for them to go by? Yeah, that's Can I attempt to cast Mage Hand? Can you just push them back down the hall? I what's, think I'm just going to pull on one of their hoods. What's the range on Mage Hand? I'm pretty sure you got to be within sight. And at this point, He's you sitting- can't see them anymore. Oh, I can't. They're up. Them. They're up towards the top oh, of the stairs. The stairs kind of cu- uh, come you up come one way and then cut to and the left. Cause a distraction, bringing them back down, though. They're really drunk, they though. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just they're, they're just, just two drunk doors. So it's not I, like they're guards. Or I'm gonna like, roll to see if we exactly. I'm gonna roll to see if we wait long enough as, for them to pass by before we leave. To yeah. get okay, noticed. we still so should have time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just make. I guess what what yeah what kind of wait a wisdom wisdom like wisdom saving like. No, make a perception check. Perception check, yeah. Another 12. Um, so it it you have a hard time discerning quite when it's time to go. Why don't you make one as well? Yeah, I walk over um, and I'm like, you, you think, bad at you, this. You think that that they've gone into a room but you're not quite sure. I say it's my first time. Is you're it? able to immediately tell that you're free and clear to get out of this room. We so good. <laughs> So we creep back to our room. Yeah, make a stealth check real quick, both of you. And I assume we're going to spend the rest of the night in the room and just check out like normal. Yeah, in the morning. Tomorrow in the morning. I get advantage on stealth. No, 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 no. Neither of you do. Eleven. Nine. So as you guys are coming through, you're both trying to trying to sneak down the hallway a bit, and um, you try to uh, lazy tries to pass behind uh, Swifty and trips over his tail and actually falls into one of the doors, and the door immediately opens up, and you have a very drunk dwarf standing over you, and oh, what's this then? And I just stand up and say very nicely that I tripped and uh. Oh, oh, too much of the drink, too, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, you be on your way. Have a safe travel. And he just closes the door. I also um, roll another... Um, it is good you are here, because I uh, would have killed you. Like, it's a... Um, oh, shit. Pers- what did I make it? I think it was a wisdom check, yeah. I had, like, my um, hand okay, on my knife. Disguise. I'm yeah, rolling just a like new a disguise. Save. Yeah. yeah. Um, or deception, rather. Sorry. Fifteen. Yeah, you're good. You're good. He he. Well, and he was pretty drunk, so it I was a pretty care. low. I take DC. no chances. So you guys are able to get back to the room, um, and I would imagine uh, at this point, um, Rando comes out of the brothel. Um, and the eagle got off his perch. Are they able to send a message back with yeah. message? Oh yeah. So I would imagine you guys probably. He's good. 
Can everyone hear this or just? <laughs> I have to direct it. it. So as uh, so yeah, they kind of let you know that shit's going right. So I'm oblivious. You get this as well from him. Um, well, but as drunk. you guys go to leave to pack drunk. up, uh, the crowd that's kind of come and form from you guys playing uh, is well, we cheering for her to play an encore. They don't care about you. <laughs> yeah, they don't care about Barry. They want chirp. They're chirp. Chirp, chirp again, please. Yeah, I, I play. And, I play one of your songs. I was gonna say, I just mimic one of your songs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you upset about this? I don't care. The, uh, roll me another performance check. 20. Oh my god! Uh, the wow. people. Oh my god! Okay, so you uh, with this one performance, uh, out of the crowd steps a man um, in fine, fine dress, and he's got a like a golden lute on his back, and he walks right up to you, and he's, "Have you ever uh, thought about pursuing a career and being a bard?" Well, never. I, I think you've got what it takes. Come see us at the Bard's College. Ask for uh, um. William Walter, and uh, he uh, he says, William "I think you've got a future in this. I gotta go though." And and he oh, takes can, off back wait, into wait, the crowd. Can I bring my friend? As he's running into the crowd, he says, "No, just fuck you." <laughs> so yeah, now you guys have a uh, perfect copy of the key, basic or a working copy of the key. Yeah, I assume while they were doing that for the rest of the night, like I went out to get the yeah. Oh, um, from your performance, uh, Barry, you made uh, twenty coppers and like three silvers. Sweet. Um, and Carrie, you made 15 gold. Nice. In various change, but total. <laughs> so yeah, I, I imagine it's the next day after this, and you've all kind of congregated in the room you rented in the anvil. Um, and now I'd say... The game's played at the anvil, isn't it? Yeah, and um, I would say the next day is Saturday. It is the day of the card game. The card game's happening that night, Um uh, Excuse me. Early in the morning, there's already fresh security there, um, and you, if you guys are sitting down, you know, in the common room, you would see them bringing in the new guards, and uh, because the stairwell to go down to the main storeroom um, from the anvil is behind the bar, so they just go behind the bar and disappear, basically. Um, so all day there's going to be at least five to six guards. You don't have to do it on this day. You guys can wait a few days, go can and we plan game some out more. And plan a plan real quick. Yeah, exactly. So after we steal the key, but before we hit the heist, I want to touch base with the criminal contacts again, looking for the best place to enter into the catacombs. Okay, so you—I mean, you've already got the key. So um, I would say, you know, it's the day of the poker game. Isn't going to happen till the night, so it's still the daytime. But um, no, I want to go scout the catacomb. Make me a um, investigation check. Eighteen. Yeah. Um, you, plus a bunch. Plus five, so twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. You go and you start talking to some of your contacts. Your. Uh, assassin contacts and they actually know their way around the catacombs pretty well uh, will it give me a map yeah they're they provide you with a map that will not only get you into the catacombs but lead you to the storeroom um, but they do tell you that there's only a couple of ways into the storeroom from the catacombs um, and one of them is like a big iron rot door that can only be opened from the inside um so there's really not a good way through that unless you destroy it uh but the other way is through rando is using some of the rooms connected to the storeroom as housing for some of the guards so you can get through there it's just that's usually where at least one to two off-duty guards are sleeping 
So if you go through the catacombs, you're going to have to deal with sneaking through some sleeping guards. Plans group. I vote we do not hit the heist during the card game. Definitely I vote, not. I vote hitting it during a off day. Yeah. With One only to two, two guards. sounds way better than three to four. That's cool. That's cool. I'm cool with that. Does anybody want to play in the card game? I want to play. Okay. Well, we can do that pretty quickly. You know, Might just kind of from the information. information. It's true. Um, the day of the card game, um, if anybody wants to get in on this, um, they have to go to the bartender and give them a safe word or safe word. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> Eagle has landed. That's something new I've learned about all three of you. Um, <laughs> No, they have to give them like the secret password of the day uh, of for the weekend, and you know, um, you know what it is. So you're able to go up to the bartender, give them the secret password. Um, it is slippery seals. Slippery seals. <laughs> and I you, wink at the bartender. Well, you're told to basically order a slippery seal. I would like um, one slippery seal. And the bartender says, "Oh yeah, okay." Um, and he uh, he slips you a little piece of paper, and it has the time and where to meet you're supposed to sit at a certain no it's like literally you're supposed to sit at a certain table in the bar um and wait for somebody to come get you and lead you down behind the bar and when you sit down at this table while you're waiting my friends uh there's a few other people that sit down there is a very very wealthy looking dwarf uh he looks like a noble but in kind of plain clothes but the clothes are so nice you could Tell he's a fucking noble. Um, and he's very well manicured and well groomed. Um, there is a uh, dragonborn female um, who looks to be possibly an assassin, um, but is also very well dressed. Everyone is very well dressed. What color? Um, she is a white dragonborn. And then there are three gnomes uh, that look to be triplets. Um, the only the way to really tell the difference between them is how they're dressed. The color uh, of their hats. And Ooh, they're I actually... Gnomish. I greet them in Gnomish. Oh, perfect. They love it. They, yeah. they, as soon as you greet them in Gnomish, they start just with a deluge of Gnomish and just like, oh my God, I'm so glad nobody in this town ever knows like any gnomish nobody I, I, oh my god this is amazing we've never met anybody outside of the uh the you know the reserve that I knows immediately gnomish and they're just super excited yeah yeah they just <laughs> want to talk to you the whole fucking night in nothing but gnomish but they the only way to tell them apart they're they're wearing their clothes are all exactly the same it's just one is wearing red one is wearing green and one is wearing yellow Sweet. Um, after sitting there for about 15, 20 minutes uh, with them kind of chatting a little bit, the bartender comes over, says, all right, it's time, leads you all down into the storeroom. Now, you are led down the passageway uh, behind the bar, which goes down into the main wine storeroom. It's got all the beer and wine casks. Um, it is a 20 by 60 foot room, um, pretty good size room. Um, and as you're being led through there, you go into another room that of about equal size that has all of the like you know normal detritus of a of a tavern extra mugs tables chairs bedding and stuff like that food stores leads you from that room into another room that is t-shaped uh because two corners of the room have two vaults um one has a iron rot built into stone but it's an iron rot door um it is intricately carved with dwarven runes um and has a single keyhole 
The other door is um, just wooden with iron bands on it um, and actually has a pretty good window that you can see through. Um, and it looks like there is weapons on um, like weapon racks in there. Uh, in the middle of the room, there's a table set out with some candles uh, and Rando is sitting there and he has a deck of cards. And at each of the places around the table, there is set a stack of chips. As you all take your seats, Rando says, Okay, the game is three-card Monty. No, I'm kidding. That's a hustler's game. We're playing some uh, poker, okay? Have anybody... I only see one new face here, and he points at you. Um, was it uh, Barry? Yes. Okay, yes. And you're... Rando. Rando. Yeah, yes. you're, the, you're the owner of the establishment. Yes. Yeah, decent rooms, thin walls. Those dwarves are fucking loud. I know. All right. <laughs> uh, so he says, okay this is how the game is played and he he explains uh, the basics of poker to you um and he deals out the first hand and he gets the antis in so on your first hand are you gonna try anything you're just gonna kind of kind of play um well i mean is it a decent hand or a bad one that's a relatively good hand okay then i'm gonna try uh downplaying it okay you know, okay try to um, people and make and me a deception roll as a 25 oh shit yeah um so uh Rando and the Dragonborn woman um, start to bet pretty hard um, because they think that you don't have anything. At this point, all the gnomes have gone out and they're trying to talk to you while you're playing. And the other dwarven man, at this point, he's he's folded before any action happened. And it comes down to you, you know, the Dragonborn lady and Rando, and he says, all right, we got one more round of betting here. And he puts in a pretty sizable stack. Do you call him? Uh, I'm going to try taking a read on this guy. Okay. Uh, insight? 14. Mm, he seems pretty confident. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, you've got a decent enough hand that you might be able to bluff him out of it. Yeah, I think I'll try, at this point I'll try to push back a little bit. Yeah, make me a deception. And I'll... Uh, uh, with advantage. Yeah, I'll try to... I'll call him a pansy and gnomish. Hand. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, the gnomes are giggling. 23. Yeah, um, he backs down unless you take what's in the pot. Boom, boom, boom. Sweet. Uh, well, and the dragonborn lady had, had folded when he <laughs> he pushed in. So he laughs and, oh, you got me that time, but maybe not the next time. And so a few more hands go by. And by this time, they've, they've been able to, he's been able to take pretty much all the money that the, uh, the gnomes had. And they're looking pretty sad at this point. And they get up from the table and, you know, kind of say goodbye to them. And then in gnomes, they're just covering you in questions where you're staying, when they can come visit you, if they can come hang out with you, if you will give them a tour of the city, if uh, you'll be their best friend, basically. Um, after the games, I might go upstairs for a beer. Uh, I'll meet up with you guys after I okay. beat Rando. Uh, and they, they let you know that they will be waiting for you. Um, I could eat a gnome. So now it is just you, the dragonborn lady, and Rando. Um, a couple more hands go by, and it comes down to you're, you're pretty much winning at this point. And the dragonborn woman looks at you, and she says, You know, I, I, I just... I've kind of lost my taste for this game. I'm going to go ahead and forfeit this to you. Sweet. You look like you need this money a bit more than <laughs> I do. Well, so. you know, I didn't get my fancy clothes on. She go ahead and she pushes all in. This is the last hand. Going to do an insight check on her. Okay. Because I assume she looked <laughs> at her cards. Yep. Yeah. Not playing blind. Yeah. 
Um, that's a 15 on insight. She could be lying. Yeah. It's it's really hard to tell. Well, how how I, confident re- I am my she, hands? What am I holding she on to? She might be fucking with you. You've got a four of a kind. But the possibilities down on the table are um, like a straight flush and a... A straight flush little, and a royal and a four of a kind are both possible right now? Yeah. You have a four of a kind, but a straight flush is very possible on the board. A royal possible? That doesn't matter. Straight flush beats a four of a kind. That was straight four royal. Mm-mm. Four straight flush, royal flush. It's an interesting board. What are you going to do, Wes? Situation. Uh, I mean, I have a four of a kind I have to call. All right. Yeah. Uh, if I so, lose everything on a four of a kind, well, fuck. She turns her cards over, and uh, she almost made the straight flush, but she says, it's all right. There's more where that came from. And in a fucking flash, she's just out the go- out the door, just up and out, like moving oh, faster than you you've meant, ever like, seen a person move. In a flash, like mm. she uses the mic filter shit. She uses a smoke bomb, ninja vanish. <laughs> oh. oh, uh, from this game, you take home, uh, you take home a, a purse. Uh, from this game, you take home a purse of uh, 150 gold pieces. Sweet action. So as you're sitting around, uh, now I'm thinking though, if I got everybody loaded to go right now, I'm I'm telling uh, I'm doing message down to Adam or to Swifty Kills. So uh, message is telling. I'm the only one down there though. No, yeah. that's a that's I a good idea. To make sure I'm gonna clear to kind of help door. you along that that thought process. Um, as the game is ending and he's paying out to you, Rando fifty. Yeah, 150 gold. Rando kind of gar- gathers the guards up, and you can... He's got him off in the corner. He's kind of give him a little bit of a talk, and he... You can see that he dismisses for them for the night, and the two that he leaves are a half-orc and a elf, and they are going to be there... You can kind of overhear that they're going to be there the whole night until the morning. Mm-hmm. Just the two of them. Off topic. Do they mention whether they will both be awake all night? Yes. Probably. Yeah, they're going to be on guard all night. There's nobody. There's the night crew. But that means the, the, guard's yeah. room, the guard's room on the side will be that's open. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's going to be sleeping there that confirm. night. Like that, And that's what they usually, it seems they usually do on game nights is that after the game, because the games usually get, you know, it's it's like almost midnight at this point. How long did it take me to traverse the catacombs to mm-hmm. get to where I'm at by the trap door? A couple hours. So in theory, if they were to like Wes were to beat the card game and then grab everybody and head out, they could be there before the end of the night. Yeah. By oh, yeah. like three, two, three in the morning. Yeah. Okay. I'm done with that. So I'm just sitting down there, but I'm like, hey dude, you guys wanna do this now? Yeah, I message going, Hey, light security, two are on, nobody's in the guard room. Go now. Go right. now. Let's do. All right. So I go up to the bar. Gather everybody up. I gather those fellas up, and uh... has anybody been drinking? Uh, Bolish might have been drinking. Okay, make me a Constitution <laughs> save. Twelve plus whatever plus two. My bad. 14. Oh, so yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you got a pretty good buzz going on, but you're not too drunk to spellcast. While they're coming down, I still I have two or three hours to kill while I'm waiting for them. So I'm studying the maps of the storeroom and everything we took from Al's place to see exactly. Like, I believe that this trapdoor enters into the guard's room. Uh, the trapdoor enters in that you're looking at enters into a hallway next to the guard's and room. And then you go through the guard's room to hit the main storeroom. Exactly. The door between, I would say you've had enough time to kind of 
peek out, see that nobody's out there and kind of inspect this hallway. You're able to kind of chill in the hallway because the door that's going into this room, you've kind of tested it a bit and it seems like it might be blocked from the other side, but if you shoved it hard enough, you could get it to open. And that's the door that can only open from the inside? No, that's the door to, to the, the guards, guards like, yeah, sleep chamber. And then on the other side of the guards sleep chamber, is there a door? Because I'm assuming this is yeah. on the plans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, it sounded like the two doors faced each other at the end of the room. Right. I just remembered I have a map of all this. Do I get an idea of timing on the guards rotation? Like, can I hear when their foot fells are coming closer? I know like every 15 minutes. Um, be make me a perception me. check. Um, probably not. You don't, yeah, nah. you, you don't really hear much of anything actually. Like you don't even hear the guards coming into that room. Like it's completely silent the entire time. Okay, so they all show up and we're all in that room and I ask them, what do you want to do? We got two guards. How yeah, do we play this? You've got a door that you've got to force open. It might make noise when it opens. So you might alert the guards, but you can also try to... I'm going to acid the hinges. Ooh, good idea. I'd say you can just do that. Like, you've got your acid breath, like... It's, it shoots out It's a line, door. So it's not going to fucking... A line down the crack. I don't think it would take long for acid to melt hinges. Um, all right. While we're at this, I'm going to cast uh, Detect Magic. Ten minutes. Because okay. we're, we're at the point where we're about yeah. to... I'm also yeah, yeah. going to look at Wes and be like, Give me some inspiration. Uh, your mother raised you well. <laughs> okay, so I take... I take the bardic inspiration and I look at him with a look of pure disgust. <laughs> if he's offended by that. That's an extra D6. If you think you might fail, use an extra... So yeah, you're able to acid these hinges, um, and the door, with all of you standing there, you're able to lower it back towards yourselves to get in there, Quietly. and you can see that there are several benches that have been stacked up in front of this door to perform a barrier. From where you're at, you guys can easily kind of maneuver them and get into the room, but I'm going to need everybody to make a stealth check on that. Does anyone have anything like a to detect from making too much noise. Not 20. It's a perception, right? 25. 19. 18. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, you all did well enough that even if Boris was making noise, you were able to catch him. You weren't? What'd you get? No, I was 17. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Everybody is amazingly silent. Especially Barry. Barry, like... All of you are looking at him like, how the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> guys, we make a really great team. I think team. at this point we need a plan to take the guards uh, or to at least distract the guards. Well, okay, so you're able to get into this room um, and there's a couple of bunk beds you could see and there's like a, a table in the corner with some leftover like food and plates with crumbs on them, empty tankards. And you can see that there's one other door leading out of this room. You can't really hear much of anything coming from outside the other door, but when you go and check the door, it is unlocked. Open the door. Okay, so at, oh. Before, before we open the door, I'm gonna look at everybody and be like, so do we kill them or do we stop them? Tie them up. We don't want the guards involved. So we, ha we have to have something to distract them. Are we all disguised? Or we should uh, all be disguised, right? You could be. I'm in disguise. I'm assuming I still game. have my disguise on from earlier. Yeah, I would say that the two of me you and are Michelle. still disguised. Yeah. I'm always in disguise. I, I've, the only thing I've done is I've tried to fill in my beard a bit. But the group, as a group, wants to keep people alive. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, wow. so so who's going to be the distraction? I I'll I'll distract him and I'll say I'm trying to I I will try to appear drunk and then be like I'm trying to get another round in of some poker and Ang- angry drunk angry drunk player. time to play cards. We could play that. Yeah. So he goes angry drunk. You cast invisibility on me. He hits one of them over the head. I hit the other one over the head. Yeah. How strong are well, you as a rogue? Hopefully, what I'm hoping to get for is that both of them will Plus escort four. me out of here. I could also cast. Oh, I'll be invisible. Oh, and I'll wait. Have listen, hey. listen to Barry. <laughs> I'm going to. My attempt is to have them escort me out of here. Ah. Uh, okay. That's an interesting plan. Yeah. So let's all. Hide. It's a good idea. Although, it's a good idea. So everybody. There's one downside to... of this plan, which is we're keeping them alive, and they see us. And you playing the card game. I can decide. Well, stuff goes missing. No. When we they can't. wake up, yeah, are they right. going to tell. That will cast suspicion on you. That you were involved Although, in the theft. We ideally would feed He it can play the plausible deniability of I was there for a card game. I wanted to play more cards after I got drunk and, and was tried to come back down and yeah, play more cards. Yeah, but it would cards. be a little that's coincidental actually, that they took you out. Coincident no. isn't necessarily. That's on the guards. That's a Why great idea. Why were the guards idea. not there and something fucking disappeared? It only yeah. takes one to take and you they, out. Like, yeah, I'm going to make a big fuss. I'm gonna, I might even punch one of them. I'm cool with that. Do it. So let's all, all right. hide. Okay. So yeah, can we just like, gonna, go into the r- next room? Just stay where you're at. I'm going to go walk. Can I see the guards? I think it's just a stealth check to see how quiet we well, well, you don't want to, to make see sure nobody us farts. when he's when they're when taking, taking Wes yeah. out. But I can give you advantage on that with my distraction. Can we agree to this? Yeah. If they right. yeah, I'll give everybody advantage. See more on than that. one of us. We're gonna have to end them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll knock them yeah. out. I think. Yeah. I don't think we have to end them. We have to <laughs> knock them out. <laughs> we'll knock end. them out. <laughs> <laughs> You've been ended. You I, can I, I, I can do it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Your guy's loving it. Yeah, we all yeah, want to go. It's three to two. I'm trying y'all. not Let's end up in jail. Let's do it. Like roll the mission parameter shot for. Um, uh, yeah, roll your stealth checks. I shot a 15. Before. With advantage? Yeah. Yeah, we have advantage. Roll it again. 15 plus 8. Because you can nat 20. Put my or get better. I'm at 27. Yeah. I got 21. That's. 15. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you roll? Oh, I rolled a 25. Carrie? Oh, uh, d- 21. Oh, yeah. You're all fucking well hidden. Nobody farted. Yeah. You're um, all able to keep hidden. Um, so, Wes, you uh, barge through this door and uh, sitting at, at the ta- same table, sitting in the middle of the room with their backs to you are a ha- large half orc and a kind of skinny half el- or full elf they I should are recognize them from the games before right? yeah exactly they were the two that were left um and they're just kind of talking to each other um shooting the shit and i come in shouting deal them cards up fellas we got another game to play and they immediately turn around and uh the elf is like what what are you doing in here we're playing some cards no we're not and we're the, playing the some cards like the card game is over. No, the card game's over when I say it's over and deal out them cards. No, you seem stupider than me. The Whoa. card game's over. The card game's not over. It just started. Uh, he immediately just grabs you by the shoulders and picks you up. Do you uh, want to try and contest that? Yeah. I'm okay. Gonna try to get out of that. Acrobatics to get out? Uh, he nat fucking 20 so unless you nat 20 <laughs> 
No. Yeah, he immediately picks you up and puts you in a fucking. Oh, put me down, sir. <laughs> no, he's able to slip himself behind you and get his, his arms under your arms, and he's just can, got can you in a full Nelson. The, can we see him from the doorway? Uh, you could probably hear. Oh, me. you hear all yeah. of this happening. Cast a thing. Okay, I'm. Uh, mm. No, I think he's fine. No, he he grabs Wes and he right. starts carrying him out of the room. Got handles. Yeah, that's fine. What about casting grease? Uh, so no, the half-orc has grabbed Wes, and he's carrying him out of the room. But as he starts to get up to the doorway, he realizes that he is too big to physically carry Wes through, or Barry through the doorway. So he has the elf grab his legs, and they kind of, like, by the arms and by the legs, carry him out of there. And I'm still kicking and screaming and talking really bad uh, things about their mothers. And, and he's, I mean, to... you're all hidden very well. And, oh, no, you see this happening because they come through the room that you're hiding in. He is doing a good enough job that even though you're all hidden well, they wouldn't have seen you anyway. So as they leave the room, it is, now you have a moment, like, it's time to go. As soon as they pass. We go. I go into the next room, which is a storeroom, correct? Yep. I can instantly see all the good shit. Oh, you know, no, I mean, there's two vaults. Uh, you can tell that the vault that has the iron rot intricate door is the main vault and the one. I go in and I try to open the second one, the second lock. I'm going to try the key on both of them. Uh, the key will only work on the the main vault. Like really quickly. So I'm going to go in the main with the so key. Yeah. Yeah. He opens it. And uh, I mean, the main storeroom is fucking like walls are just full of bags and bags and gold of gold just it's hard to find loot in i loot. mean there's at least thirty thousand gold pieces in this room <sighs> sitting directly in the middle of the room is a pedestal with this iron box that you're supposed to be getting sitting on it i'm, that st- was I'm easy. stealing some of this yeah um i'm filling my pockets first okay yeah. ditto and then I'm grabbing the iron box, the door. Is there not an honest one among okay. us? <laughs> um, so I, mean, I, I look at everyone. I'm like, feel the money in the pockets. I'm wondering what kind of role it is to like determine I'm how actually, much. Boris is actually not robbing the vault because we're robbing the vault. Let's rob the vault. Yeah. Boris is not personally taking any extra money. Okay. You Boris guys is don't very know this, but he doesn't okay. really need it. I just. I grab Boris. And I start shoving money in his pockets. <laughs> and I'm like, you should take the money. <laughs> Shit. Like I sit down in one box to do this. I go, okay, okay, all right, fine. Okay, so and you as guys I walk are all... the door, I shuffle it all. Up. Oh, the uh, the other vault. Um, you actually, before you start trying to open the door, you can see there's a window in the, and you can see in there, and there is just a ton of weapons in there um nothing that looks special um i mean it looks like just an armament room not quality arms or just like not really it's just kind of everyday mundane stuff yeah then i say we dip well so okay so you guys uh this has taken you i'd say at least a good like five to ten minutes to load your pockets down get this yeah, uh, how long are you how's your distraction going um, so yeah, they've they've got you up into the bar by now. Like they've, it took them a couple of minutes to we get you up Wes the is stairs. Struggling. Yeah, um, struggling. I just wanted to play more cards and take your money. But yeah, now that they've got you into the bar, uh, they call to all of the dwarven the people, patrons. all the patrons in this bar, which is just nothing but dwarven miners that are very drunk. Uh, it's like almost two o'clock on a you know a saturday night Um, start a riot well most of them have only been there for an hour or two after the like midnight shift got out oh yeah Um, you got the gnomes to back you up start talking gnomish and 
they hold their hold you above their heads and uh, together and say, "This man was trying to steal from the anvil. Get him out of here!" And they toss you into the crowd. And now you've got like. 60 fucking angry dwarves grabbing on you and trying to pull you I, out hey, of the guys, doors. Hey, guys, 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 guys. You got it all wrong. I just wanted to play some cards. Please don't fuck me up. Look at me. What's your armor class? Hold on, let me get my at least my... Uh, that's a 18 on persuasion. What's your armor class? Not a lot. 15. So, uh, one of the dwarves takes a swing at you, um, but misses, and another dwarf from behind grabs you around the waist. Go ahead and make me a strength check. Strength? Or, well, uh, you get to pick between athletics and acrobatics. Eleven. So, Wes, he rolled a twelve. (laughs) So, yeah, you've got this dwarf, uh, he wrapped, from behind, he wraps his arms around your stomach, like your mid, your waist, and he picks you up. Uh, and has you over his head, and as soon as he does that, four other dwarves grab your arms and legs, and they're carrying you out of this bar. Can you call on Gnomish backup? Yeah. I'm, I'm pleading in Gnomish. Oh, and... the gnomes are cheering this shit on at this point. Okay. <laughs> they think it's hilarious. <laughs> they, like, even though you were the only person that, like, yeah. they've been able to speak to, they think this is fucking hilarious. You were bone. <laughs> They're just like, yes, throw him out, yeah! <laughs> I just wanted to play cards. Can't I just play cards? Uh, and at this point, they've thrown you out the door. Um, but the guards were watching this whole thing, and now they're headed back down there, and, and I... And I shoot a message immediately. Yeah, and at this point, you guys have gotten the stuff in your pockets, and it's time to get yeah, out. Yeah, I'm saying, hey, right. hey, it's getting back. It's hot. It's getting hot. So it's getting hot. This chest is, it's pretty good size. It's one foot. I know. Got the chest. Uh, Swifty has it at the moment. It's one foot by three feet, so it's big enough for you to carry. You know, put up on a shoulder. If you guys get separated at any point. I gonna, feel yeah. no pity for my compatriots. I will leave all of you behind. Here's okay. what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to put my hands on you and cast you, you know, appropriately. And I'm going to cast invisibility. Perfect. I look at him and I'm say, good. Yeah, that's the scariest thing I've ever had to do. Bearing in mind some of the... Don't put back the money. So now you guys have to go back out through the two storerooms oh. and get back through the catacombs. As oh, you're so. getting into the second or through the main storeroom that you got to move through there you can hear them starting to come through the door so you're fucking invisible you're good to go but i, I need the rest of you to make stealth checks i know yeah now. not 20 but stealth. i'm gonna oh nice i'm going to get to the trap door and i'm gonna be the last one through because after i come through i'm gonna acid around the catacombs and try to cave it in around behind us nice all right yeah did everybody else make stealth checks though i know I just lazy stayed. fucking I wasn't turned sure into the wind. How long it'll take invisible. us to get there? I'm just it's stating. The he's holding invisible. Yes, it's it's good. Because that would be ridiculous. Yeah, it's the person and everything they're carrying. Well, I wanted to say though, when they threw me out of the bar, I cast feather fall on myself. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, as they throw you, you just slowly float to the ground from like three feet up, because <laughs> they're just dwarfs. <laughs> Dear, fourteen. Yeah, you guys are able to. I mean, they're they're talking to each other they're laughing about what just happened just oh, that crazy bastard did anybody remember to close the vault door on their way out yeah okay i'll let you claim it <laughs> no I, I left with the intention that we robbed this okay place. okay really yeah i yeah. left with the intention that we were never there 
Okay. Because so yeah, I, I would I would believe that yeah you yeah. you close that door. Did we take you. the key back out? Yeah. Yes. I have yeah. I have the key in my pocket because I like you have shiny the key keys and the box. I like keys and all the money. I thought about making you oh, roll no, and then the having the possibility of the key breaking <laughs> off in the lock, but I'm gonna have everybody make a survival check. Even though Adam with advantage, you kind of know the catacombs, but at this point you guys are trying to find your way back as a group and. You don't know Ooh. each other that well. Is that <laughs> added to anything? Survival. Seven. Well, I mean, we stick together. You can't quite remember how to get back out. We're new friends. So your yeah. your contacts I, have I, abandoned I you at this point. the door and I wait. Yeah. Chirp is actually able to lead all of you out, but uh, with some help from Boris. Oh, I have something that makes me be able to move us twice as fast through places in the city. Oh, oh, because yeah. I grew up here. Oh, I yeah. Well, I mean, you're moving through the catacombs, I, and they were not alerted to your presence anyway, so they might have heard something when you collapsed the... It's okay, uh, they can't follow. But mm-hmm. like, even then, they probably wouldn't have checked it out. So, Because, I mean, there's odd noises in the catacombs all the time. So you guys are able to actually make it back to the beholder's eye yeah, with I your prize. Yeah, as soon as... Oh, yeah, I, I would imagine, out, yeah. yeah. It's nothing they would call the city guard over, like, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, shit. All right. I'm going to have to fucking roll for that. <laughs> as much gold as they can carry. So, I mean, it's... Um, you're able to get... I have pretty big pockets. Between all of you, the four of you that were in there, and what you were able... Like, I'm a... Ma- Chirp, were you loading your pockets down as well? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I, did, I didn't, though. Yeah, but he yeah, was but loading your pockets for you. He did, but he as, pushed I, it out I afterwards. I said, as he wasn't... We're going to have left. I just shook it okay. back out. So I'd say you're only able to get about 1,500 gold out. So between four of us. But, I All mean, Boris really between doesn't three need three it. Between three of you. Between three of us, yeah. and I'm assuming my pockets are bigger than your guys' pockets. What are you talking about? I have great pockets. Well, you I should have probably, a great share with Bowers. Okay, with let's put it... Okay, I'd say you're able to get 700, 300, and probably 500. Because these two are rogues and probably have a lot more Naturally places to more hold greedy. stuff than your monk ass who... Probably doesn't even have, have a bag. Yeah, I'm yeah. wearing like. I mean, I would imagine pants. you'd be able to funnel them into your home, but you'd like it would take you longer than them, like just being able to put it in their bags. So, hey, anybody gonna pay me for my performance? Hey, hey I made money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna help a brother out? No. Uh, <laughs> they hit me. Yes. They took me up there and they hit me. Yes. <laughs> I did it so you could you could accomplish it, you know, and you're not you're not nothing. Yeah. Yes, uh, I think uh, you need to do a persuasion challenge. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try, but he's kind of a dick. So that's a sixteen. <laughs> okay, hold on. hold on. I sarcastically look in my bulging pockets of gold yeah. Yeah. and pull out one and set it on your forehead. <laughs> this is for you. Oh, goodbye. Guys, sure. Oh, I didn't take anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> they liars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see that they obviously yeah, have all no of you are, yeah, Well, well, you no, know, I'd say lazy. It's less obvious because she probably just funneled it into her house. Yeah. But uh, oh, chirp, I got nothing. Chirp, oh, my, you can I see has like bulging pockets. <laughs> um, as you guys are sitting in the like uh, break room of the beholder's eye, having this conversation. Penny kind of wanders in and it's just like, what the hell are you all doing here at this hour? It's like four o'clock in the morning. 
<laughs> We've just a... been waiting all this time. <laughs> I want to give like 50 gold to bird person. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. What's this for? You good bird person. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking fuck. You're a reptilian fucking asshole. And uh, wait, Penny, Penny yes. looks around at the rest of you and she's oh, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shut, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Did you get the chest? Yeah. Holy shit. Let me go get out, Delar. And she just runs out the room. About half an hour later, like to the point where you're all starting to fall asleep where you're sitting. Yeah, I go back to my like, corner. Yeah, it's like 4 30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you've all fallen asleep by the time uh, the door gets kicked in very loudly and Al comes rushing into the room and he says, You got it? Yeah. Oh, you guys are the best. And he goes over to it and uh, grabs it and he has, it starts to say a couple of dwarven words and then he's like, Wait. And looks around at all of you and he goes, Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll get you guys paid um, first thing Monday morning, all right? Uh, and he starts to walk out of the room. What's in the chest? He stops. Um, I want don't to... worry. About... It's very important to me. It's, it, it's nothing that um, you need to worry about. It's, it's, it, it's only important to me. Probably a People seem to think that it's very is a dirty expensive because I keep it in this box. But don't just don't worry about it. It's mine. Is it uh, shiny? Insight. Oh, shiny. Yes. Sixteen on insight. Like. You can tell that like he's telling the truth. It's really only important to him. But there's something kind of weird about it. Yeah, it's fucking weird. He's giving me the weird vibe. Yeah. I mean, even through my drunken stupor, it's like one eye, and I'm like. This guy's acting goofy. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do an insight check, too. 17. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. He's telling the truth. It's really only important to him. Okay. He doesn't think that it would be important to anybody else. I rolled a 19, <laughs> and I'm suspicious of Bo- or, uh, Al's behavior. He's our boss. I mean, he's he yeah. he's definitely acting weird I'm suspicious weird of my boss now. It. Yeah. No, he, you can tell something's off about it, but it's it's more he's, like, uncomfortable Rather than like trying to lie to you or anything, like, I bet you he's porno. It's his, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely porno. It's his dwarven mom. Yeah. She did a movie. Yeah. It was bad. It's it's oh. not porn. Shut up. Um, just don't worry about it. I'm, I'm just talking mad shit, shit about it. Back for me. I'm not gonna ever let it out of my possession again. Just don't. Maybe don't gamble with it. I won't. Dumbass. And he starts to try and walk away. Does anybody want to try and persuade him into opening it? Yeah, I will. I will. I'll like. Come on, boss. I got hit by a bunch of dwarves. They threw me out. I mean, I was just kind of wondering what this all was for. It was Is awesome. Get back about? <laughs> 13. I'll say pretty please. I really like shiny things. 21. It says, okay. Uh, fine. Yay! I can't resist your cute little bird face. And he turns around. Knew and it was he, porn. Uh, he uh he holds the box in one hand and he starts running his other hand uh over the top of it and he starts muttering some uh dwarvish words and as he does you can see that a single drop of blood forms from his middle finger not from any discernible cut it just seems to kind of leach out from the end of his finger and uh, yeah it touches the top of this box and as it happens the box uh when you guys were looking at the box before, there was no discernible like opening. It just it, no discernible lock. It just kind of seemed 
sealed like a solid piece of metal um and as that blood touches it it you can see a a faint light um go around the edge of the box and opens up the top of it and as it he opens up the top you can see inside that there is a stack of letters uh with a locket sitting on top does anybody want to make an investigation roll because he's he's going to open this for a few seconds and show you and then immediately shut it i have a 23 on investigate okay Um, So the three of you, it really just appears to be some notes and a locket. But to Barry and uh, Swifty, you guys kind of catch a better glimpse at what is written there on some of these letters. And you can see, Barry, you noticed that the locket was opened a little bit. And inside you could see the face of a elven woman. You can see the face of an elven woman that has been, like, hand-painted into the inside of the locket. Swifty, you are looking more at the letters, um, and you notice that they seem to be kind of a love letter correspondence. Um, And he shuts the box and he says, see, it's only important to me. Don't worry about it. It's only worth something to me. Oh, you got a girlfriend? No, he's he's gone. He's already gone. He walked right out the door as soon as he closed it. It's a wrap, people.